Discover your real estate career with Joe Lenz and Stephanie Godel. Hey everybody and welcome back. It's Stephanie Godel here. You know, it's been a few months since we've recorded. We decided to take a short break to really reevaluate our content and make sure that the education we are providing is really relevant in what's going on today. So with that, let's hop right in and jump into buyer letters. So most of you are aware um, and have heard this before, especially if you've been in the business for a long time. One way to really assist buyers in standing out when writing offers and when you're up against multiple offers has always been to submit a buyer letter. However, now that is really kind of a no-no. So I wanna talk about that today, dive in just for a few minutes and talk about why that is. So with everything that's been going on over the summer, um, COVID aside, you know, there's a lot of talk around discrimination, whether intentional or unintentional. And when you dive into buyer letters, it's something to really consider because, you know, your sellers are making sometimes a decision that's based off of those letters and not necessarily on the terms of the agreement. So what our California Association of Realtors has done, as well as our National Association of Realtors, is they have taken a stance against buyer letters and are really pushing it out that we should not be submitting those if there's personal information or photos attached to those offers to avoid, again, that intentional or usually it's it's unintentional bias or discrimination against those buyers. So let's just talk about an example really quickly. Um, Fun fact, actually, before we dive into that example, did you know that as of today, 2020 in November, there's 22 protected classes in the state of California? So, you know, California has added a few this year, including military status. So when you're looking at these letters and you receive a letter, I mean, so many times the buyers pour their heart and soul and tell their story as to why they want to purchase the home. So example, this backyard, big backyard is perfect for my children to run around and play and get some fresh air. Now, if you know you that discrimination is not even a piece of your mind, you can look at that and say, wow, that's wonderful. You know, these three kids definitely need a place to run and play. I want to go with them. Well, what's the problem with that? If you are picking that offer based on the fact that that really tugged at your heartstrings as a seller, you can be considered to violate uh, the family status, which is that protected class, especially when you're looking at possibly maybe a single person who has zero children. Um, so you just really want to avoid it. It's, it is definitely a touchy subject. You you do want to avoid, um, if you're a buyer's agent, submitting those uh, letters on behalf of your buyer. And if you're a listing agent, you want to have that conversation with your seller and let them know that, again, 90 percent of the time I would say it's very unintentional bias but that being said it's still there whether or not it's it's being recognized so when you're representing your sellers make sure you're having that conversation with them let them know about the possible hiccups that can come with reviewing those offers and highly encourage them to look at the terms only this is a business transaction yes we are dealing with um, the, our clients biggest purchase, their home, you know, where they've done all sorts of fun things and they love their home and want to make sure it goes to a good a, a good buyer. I almost said it, a good buyer moving forward. Um, but you really just need to encourage them to look at the terms of the offer. So 
how do you have that conversation with your seller? Again, you know, kind of touching on some points that we've already discussed in here. The California Association of Realtors has a, a great piece that you can actually share with your sellers that goes into this in a little bit more detail. And then really encouraging them, hey, like we should not be accepting these. Get that in writing from them, put that into the MLS, have that conversation with the buyer's agents on the other side and let them know my seller has chosen and decided to not be reviewing any buyer letters and that just keeps it very neutral and everybody in a really safe space. So with that, I just wanted to pop on and give you a quick update on what has changed in our industry over the last few months. If you have any questions, as always, do not hesitate to reach out. And with that, can't wait to see you on the next episode. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and then share it with someone you think will benefit from it.